to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. Um, If you are new, welcome. I'm so stoked that you're here. I hope that you find value in this podcast and I hope that it improves your life and your dog's life. Um, If you guys aren't already following us on Instagram, do yourself and do that. There's been some pretty exciting things happening in our world. Um, Not only have I been super busy being a dog trainer and working with clients, but I've also been busy, you know, taking care of myself and hiking. And we had quite the wildlife encounter last week. So um, I polled if you guys wanted to know more about the quilling. And sure enough, 98% of you did. So here I am. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you all about how Waylon got quilled by a porcupine. Yet again. Um, But before I jump into that wild ride, um, there is going to be some really awesome episodes coming at you guys in the future. Um, I'm releasing this special episode on a Wednesday, but this Friday's episode is going to be all about drinking with your dog with my special guest, Amber Kwan. It is a super great episode. I am so excited to share it with you guys. And yeah, I've got a bunch of good episodes on the horizon. If there is something you would like to hear about on the podcast, shoot me a DM over on the Instagram at a good feeling underscore in CO. Um, I would be happy to create an episode um, with your specific topics. I'm also going to be doing some more Instagram lives um, so that I can answer your training questions. And this Instagram live, I think what I'm going to do is just pick one person and I can kind of like bring you on and we can kind of like video conference and then we can troubleshoot your dog's specific challenges. So yeah, that's a really awesome free resource for training advice. Um, I'm super excited, guys. I've got some super awesome online courses in the works right now too so that um, I can serve you guys better even if we don't live in the same state. And then um, if you need training help and you do not live in Colorado, you don't live inside my service range, not a problem, right? We can still work together. I can customize um, a training plan for you and your dog. So yeah, you can check out that stuff on my website, agfdogtraining.com slash remote training. Um, and I will include a link to that in the show notes too. So yeah, if you need training help, please reach out. I am, I'm, I'm happy to help guide and assist you. And if I don't feel like I'm the right person to help you, I will connect you with another qualified positive reinforcement trainer um, in your area or maybe not in your area, just kind of depending on what you need. Um, so yeah. Okay. So the quilling, the quilling. Um, so Waylon got quilled by a porcupine last year in September. So, you know, almost, <laughs> almost a year ago. Um, Tiva did also get quilled in that instance. I actually talk about that in a, a prior episode, but this time, thankfully, Tiva did not get quilled. It was just Waylon. Um, so before I tell you the story, just, just a couple thoughts and considerations on the the whole quilling incident. Okay. So first of all, um, Waylon getting quilled by a porcupine is obviously not ideal. Like it's obviously not my objective. Um, 
and harassing wildlife is not something that I like to promote. Um, but you know, I'm doing my best to manage the scenario as best I can without always having him on a leash. Um, I know that there's some haters out there that are like, your dog should just be on a leash and that never would have happened. And that's true for sure. But you know, what else is true is that Waylon's quality of life would be lower if he couldn't run off leash as much as he gets to. And I'm a big believer in letting dogs run and move and do their own dog thing without the interference of a leash. And that's something that brings a huge quality of life to not only Waylon, but all of the dogs in my care and also to me, right? Like um, being attached to a dog on a leash all the time is not always super enjoyable. And I'm not saying that I don't use leashes, right? Because there's obviously times and circumstances your dog has to be on a fucking leash. But what I'm saying is that when I am up hiking, I'm intentionally choosing trails that one, don't have leash laws and two, don't have a lot of foot traffic so that the dogs can be off leash. Okay, so, um, you know, think what you want, but Waylon's my dog and I get to choose and I really believe that he should be off leash. And sometimes there is risk. Well, I guess not sometimes, really always there's some risk, but I'm not the type of person who's going to live in a state of fear, right? And yes, I'm doing as much as I can to keep Waylon safe and I'm not intentionally putting him in arm's way, but you know, shit happens. So here we are. Um, you know, and it's, it's really a calculated risk, you know, um, wildlife exists. And here in Colorado, there's lots of options for wildlife encounters, porcupines, moose, elk, deer, skunks, mountain lions, mountain goats, bighorn sheep. Like there's just, there's a lot of wildlife here. And, you know, and I know that, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to always keep the dogs on leash. If I see a freaking mama moose and her baby, of course I'm going to put the dog on a leash, right? (laughs) But I can't always see these things coming and sometimes it just happens. So, you know, a a few thoughts on um, mitigating as much risk as I possibly can. Um, If if you guys follow us on the grammar, if you've been listening to this podcast, you already know that um, my dogs wear tracking collars so that I know where they are at all times. I think that that is well worth the investment if you're going to let your dog be off leash in the woods. Something that I also had been using, but it got lost and I wasn't using the day of the porcupine quilling is bells, right? Bear bells. I put bear bells on the dogs just as like further heads up to the wildlife. Like, yo, we're coming. You probably want to get out of sight. Um, And that's something that I reinvested in. And if you listen to our Insta stories, you know that I maybe went a little overboard. Maybe three bear bells was too much. But hey, what can you do? So those are some things I'm doing to mitigate risk. Um, I'm also aware, right? Like when I'm out hiking, I'm watching and seeing what's going on. And if I see wildlife in the distance, I'm absolutely putting the dog on leash to prevent the stress of the wildlife from getting chased, right? And also also obviously to prevent danger to my dogs, but um, I can't always see everything. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I think that dogs should be off leash and sometimes these things happen. Um, So just to kind of give you some perspective on this, so I actually went back and I did the math. So um, between when Waylon got quilled in September last year and this current quilling, we did um, over 100 hikes together. 
um, the vast majority of those Waylon was off leash for. Um, so that's two out of almost 100 hikes, right? So 98 hikes we did where he was off leash and we didn't have um, a dangerous wildlife encounter. Okay, so there's just some some numbers, just some food for thought, right? Like we do a, a lot of hiking. The vast majority of the time, Waylon is off leash and there have been the two incidents of the porcupine, um, you know, and on that note, um, both quillings were on the same trail. So if you guys live in Colorado and you like to hike, um, the trail is called Butler's Gulch. Um, it's a pretty well-known trail. The wildflowers are fucking stunning. The, oh my gosh, the columbine, the, the paintbrush, it's awesome up there. Um, but yeah, both times Waylon interacted with a porcupine and was on that trail. So if you take your dogs there, be careful. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll tell you the story now. Have you fast forwarded already? Did you just hit the skip ahead 30 seconds till you could get to this moment? (laughs) So, um, okay. So like I said, we were at Butler's Gulch. We were hiking. Um, the dogs were off leash almost the whole time. It was me and Tiva. And then you guys know that I hike with my mom pretty regularly and her dog Jasmine. So yeah, all three dogs are off leash. Um, we did almost the entire hike. So uh, we did a total of seven miles and the, um, porcupine incident happened about six and a half miles. So we were super close to the car and, um, we were just kind of walking and I was actually getting ready to put Waylon back on leash because I knew we're going to encounter more people coming up and, you know, I do try to be conscious of other people on the trails, right? Like other people with leash dogs, I'm always putting my leash, my dogs back on leashes. Like it's not just a free for all. And I know that sometimes on the internet, it looks like my dogs are just always off leash and there's no consequence, but I am trying to be um, thoughtful and um, respectful of my fellow hikers as well as the wildlife. But um, yeah, so we're hiking down the trail and Waylon darts off into the woods. And I think to myself, huh, that's weird. And I call him and he didn't come. And I looked at the GPS tracker and I could tell that he was kind of loitering like 57 yards from me. So um, I called him again. He didn't come, which is not his norm. Waylon is really quite good about like staying in sight and coming when I call him. So uh, thank goodness for the GPS tracker. So I started walking towards where he was and I was hearing loud barking. And I thought to myself, shit, okay, well, there's some sort of wildlife here. We'll see what it is. And to be completely honest with you, I was kind of hoping that he had treed a bear. But uh, I got down there and he had a porcupine underneath a stump and a face full of quills. Um, Oddly enough, the face full of quills was not enough of a deterrent for him. I think it just kind of revved him up even more. And he was barking, barking, barking at this porcupine. So I had to physically move him back and put him back on leash. And he was super amped up. Like, it was not pretty. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys, right? Like, I had to put the leash on. We were kind of struggling for a while. Um, My leg got... I didn't get quilled, but I got scratched up pretty bad from some quills. It was kind of a shit show, but I got him back. And thankfully, um, Tiva did not get quilled. Jasmine got like one or two quills in her paw, but it it was pretty minor. Um, But honestly, once I got Waylon away from the porcupine, who I did see this time, the last quilling, I did not actually like visibly see the porcupine. So I did see him this time. Um, I said my apologies, right? Because I 
of course I don't want my dog to harass wildlife. Like, of course I felt bad for the porcupine. Like, that's got to be scary shit too. But I feel like for the most part, um, the porcupine won out in that scenario. I mean, they are equipped to defend themselves from predators, right? And Waylon fell right into the porcupine's objective, right? Like, I'm going to get here, quills ups until you go away. And it did work. Um, The porcupine did look like it was in fine shape. Like, you could tell where it was missing a few quills, but by and large, it looked okay. Um, And while Waylon, you know, obviously chased it, um, Waylon's not like an intense, like, (laughs) for lack of a better term, killer. Our previous dog, Sunny, um, had an insane prey drive, and he did kill several small animals not cats but um he did kill a marmot once and he did kill a rabbit once right and it just was what it was like we tried to manage it as best as we could but he had a super strong prey drive Waylon, on the other hand his intention is not to kill something i think he's more just like interested and then he got quilled and it went it went south for sure so the best that i could tell the porcupine was still in pretty good shape okay so then i finally (laughs) After struggling a little bit, my mom has been witness to some ridiculous scenarios. She's just watching there, watching, keeping the other two dogs back. (laughs) But anyways, I get Waylon um, away from the porcupine and we get back on the trail. And, you know, for a second, he kind of was like freaking out, like pawing at his face. And I'm like, dude, you got to you got to calm down, you know. And seriously, after that, like initial 30 seconds of like trying to get the porcupine quills out of his face. He was really pretty calm, cool, and collected. We walked back on the trail. Um, obviously, he was back on leash. We were just kind of cruising. Um, we ran into some other people who had off-leash dogs, and we were like, you know, there's a disgruntled porcupine, so be super careful. And Waylon was just like hanging out, standing there, no big deal. Um, so obviously, we hustled back to the car. Thankfully, this time, we were only about a half a mile from the car, so it was relatively quick to get back to the car. And then um, we obviously went to the emergency vet. Waylon had so many quills in his mouth, like in the roof of his mouth. There were several like directly through his tongue. There were several like in his gums around his teeth and then like around his mouth um Waylon has a black mask and like on the lower part of the black black mask there were a lot of quills um but in the car he was like really quite cool calm and collected right and honestly I really did my best after my profanities when I was like he fucking got quilled again um but after those I I did my best to kind of keep my cool and stay calm too and Waylon really was relatively relaxed in the car on the way to the emergency vet. So um, I held his head up so that he could rest a little bit. Um, Setting his chin down wasn't an option because of the quills. But yeah, no, like relatively unbothered. Um, We walked into the vet. He walked in wagging his tail. He was so happy to get pets from the vet tech. And they took him back and sedated him (laughs) and removed the quills. Um, This time we did keep the quills. you know, I felt like I've, I had to invest, you know, a large dollar amount at the emergency vet. The least I could do was was keep the quills. Um, we went to Wheat Ridge Animal Hospital. Um, if you guys live in Colorado, it's an emergency vet and they are phenomenal. They are such good people. Um, that's actually where we were with Sonny when he was really sick. Um, they just, they really give a shit and they're such good people. And <laughs> the vet was so cool. He was just like, honestly, I feel like the vet was like, oh, okay, he got quilled by a porcupine, right? Like, no judgment. Like, he was just like, cool, let's get him sedated. Let's get him out, right? So, yeah, 
Um, so, you know, they got all the quills out. They prescribed an antibiotic just to be safe. Um, Waylon kind of slept off the sedation. He was kind of drunk the rest of the night. Um, and then the next morning, I did have to pull a quill out of his cheek, right? Because if they get broken off, then they like migrate and come out. Um, and I pulled, you know, that quill out. But and I've been keeping a close eye on his mouth and his tongue and stuff. But there have been no more quills since then. I think that the quills being in his mouth were, strangely enough to put it, kind of a blessing because he couldn't paw at them. Um, and that's really the sketchy part is when they paw at the quills and they break off. Um, quills can kind of migrate through dogs bodies and that's when it gets dicey so um yeah Waylon's taking his antibiotic um we actually went hiking yesterday and you know I thought about like maybe I just need to keep Waylon on a leash but we went to a different trail and I didn't Waylon was off leash and he was fabulous right his recalls are, are really improving um and you know a, a, a thought on the recalls so I think that sometimes people think that just because you train a recall, that means that you have a guarantee. And while a really good recall can work seriously, like an insanely high percentage of the time, right? Like I'm talking 90 to 95%. There's always going to be unforeseen circumstances that sometimes recalls won't work like dogs aren't robots we're not robots I can't do something a hundred percent of the time and neither can your dog right so while you should absolutely be training recalls and yes they can absolutely be a lifesaver they're they're just not a hundred percent right and you know there's definitely some misleading information from the shot caller community where they're like the shot caller is a guarantee and blah 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 it's not um a shot caller is not going to guarantee anything, right? Um, I've seen many a dog get shocked to shit and they did not stop what they were doing. So um, there's no guarantees, right? So using a shock color does not change that. It actually just will do irre cause irreversible psychological damage to your dog. So um, if you guys are new to the podcast, um, I am a positive reinforcement trainer and I very avidly um, am against the use of shock collars, pinch collars, choke chains, and any like hitting, rolling, um, aversive training techniques. And that's not just my opinion. Um, that's also backed in decades of research proving that um, positive reinforcement yields uh really great outcomes and the dogs are much better physically and emotionally um, because of it. So yeah, I'm um, just kind of my two cents on recalls. But anyways, you know, he got to be off leash. He was great. We had no porcupine incidences. And, you know, the trail that he got quilled on, yes, I'm probably going to be more cautious on, but I am not going to stop um, allowing Waylon the freedom of running and playing off leash because of the quality of life that that offers for Waylon. Okay, so um, yeah, Waylon is seriously totally fine, right? Like I haven't found any quills. You know, he's got a couple more days of antibiotics, but he is no worse for the wear. So um, yeah, that is the story of the quilling, you guys. Um, I hope that that was interesting at the very least. Um, so yeah, if you guys have had wildlife encounters with your dogs, I'd really like to know about them. Hit me up on the gram, send me pictures. Um, let's talk about it. Um, and like I said, right, my intention is never to 
put my dog in harm's way. My intention is never to allow my dog to harass wildlife. But, you know, two times out of 100 hikes, I feel like I'm doing a pretty damn good job. So um, if you like this episode, take a screenshot, tag me in your Instagram stories, let me know what you liked about it. And then um, stay tuned for Friday's episode about drinking with your dog with my special guest, Amber Quinn. I'm super looking forward to the next episode, you guys. I hope you were well wherever you are. And please smooch those puppies for me. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com. Thank <laughs> you.